Okay, here we go. This is better for now because I'm not crazy about that title anymore. I think I'm going to need title turnover on a regular basis. Oh, I don't know. that. I don't know. We'll see. Regular title turnover. I think that's going to be Maybe if you just say it different ways, like better, better. I think you're proving my point pretty well. <laughs> Listen, it's a good word right now. It's always a good word. It's a good word. Is it a little precious, a little patronizing I could or use, something? It's not patronizing. It could be precious, but I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's what it is for now. Until it's just I. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Just I. <laughs> There's probably a podcast out there called Just I. Um, for now, it's better. And, um, and you have a topic that you'd like to start with. It's My, not a topic. I just, we, well, maybe it is. We had. Do you remember the McLaughlin group? Yes. So John McLaughlin was um, a thousand years old, a thousand years ago, and he's probably 80 now. I don't know. Maybe he died. I don't know. But he used to host this little round table with. Does he have reddish it, it was hair? A PBS thing. Reddish, grayish hair. But I think it was painted because. Reddish, strawberry, blondish. And he used to, uh, <laughs> he, he would just cut people off in the middle of something and say, topic three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, taxation <laughs> without representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody would say, you know, like, uh, you know, well, John, you know, I, I think that uh, the rich need to be taxed on a fair basis. And he'd be like, wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He would, he would yell wrong at his guests. <laughs> False. Yeah, I like that. That was good. I remember that show. That was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, topic one. My we mother didn't say turned who we nine- are. Oh, I'm well. Julie Duffy. <laughs> uh, see that now it's super precious. I think people know by now who we are. In case you don't, that's Doctor John Duffy. Yeah, I'm jo- Doctor John Duffy. Please so we- call me Mister Steve Martin. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, so we celebrated. John's mom, Georgiana's 90th birthday over the weekend. And we did, here's how we did it. And she loved it. We, John and I went over there masked and um, she has kids. uh, She has some kids and grandkids in Florida. um, And basically. Kentucky and. Oh yeah, Kentucky. And and then Illinois. Yeah, and here in Illinois. So. Um, but we, nobody, nobody else could be there but you and I because we've already been in contact with her. Right. I've been bringing her groceries. And so we – and her, her place is pretty big. We go in. I crank the AC and the fan. And um, we have a couple times sat with her and had a you know glass of wine and a piece of pizza, take off our masks, stay far away. Anywho, so we went over there. And what everyone did was – we made her a big old stiff martini, <laughs> and which she requested, and then everyone FaceTimed her one at a time, which ended up she loved it. She loved we it. We thought Zoom would be just kind of a hectic little nightmare on a on a screen for her, which it would have been. In retrospect, it definitely would have been yeah. like you know you you Julie. Had she, this was your idea. And, and Nancy's. A, and Nancy's, mm-hmm. um, our sister-in-law. And it was a really, really solid idea because, um, yeah, a Zoom, a family Zoom call, I think would have been really kind of a mess for her. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I, I felt... We kept asking her what she wanted to do, and she said nothing. And she's just said, I'm just glad everyone's okay. Um, and John's sister usually comes in from Florida, but that, of course, didn't happen. And so I just didn't know how, what we were going to do. So we kind of figured this out. Again, John and I went over, made a big old drink grew, and then people FaceTimed. And um, so the family did. and All the family. Like all the, all family. the grandkids. Yep. You know, um, kind of one at a time. Most of them one at a time. And um, and my siblings. And um, and then we had... A uh, couple of guest stars. Yeah. So two of John's really good friends, Mike and Andy, um, and then Mike and was on with his wife, Brooke. That was a big surprise. Like, she was teary about oh, it. Oh, she was wrecked. I mean, it was perfect. And then our good friends, Chad and Tiffany, FaceTimed at the end. Um, but she... It's because my siblings have no friends. Oh, so and they didn't I... have any friends to FaceTime. What? My, my first siblings have no friends. They didn't have any friends to FaceTime. I don't uh, even understand what that means. Because it was only my friends. My friends. Oh, FaceTime. that's a joke and whatever. Ugh. Mm. Then, oh, also, I had this major league rhinestone tiara <laughs> from this party we went to in, um, in December. And so I brought that, and she wore that. So she wore a tiara, drank a martini, and uh, took FaceTime calls for like an hour and a half. And she was in heaven. Yeah, she loved it. So that that's um, that's a thing you can do. I mean, that actually was really, really smooth and it took time like because she spent a little bit of time on the phone with everybody and you set it up so that everybody called and you would text somebody and say okay time to call yep. like, and then they would call and um yeah she got a ton of time and a ton of like attention she got showered she got showered she, from afar i didn't oh and then i thought really kind of no let... micro particles either which <laughs> really to be showered and not with the micro right. particles that's big and I kind of at the last minute, if I'm being honest, so we sent her a ginormous bouquet of flowers on her birthday from everyone. And at the last minute, I remembered that um, the location of a salon that she goes to, and I wasn't sure exactly what all she had done there, but I knew a couple things, and I know she's been going. So I got a hold of Kathy at the salon. My sister-in-law, Lynn, knew the name. And um, it turns out Georgiana has been killing it in the self-care department. So I get Kathy on the phone. I said, hey, my name is Julie Duffy. I'm Georgiana's daughter-in-law. I know I dropped something off for you. Actually, I dropped off your book for her several months back before COVID. So that's how I knew approximately where it was. And it turns out that Georgiana... My mother. ...currently gets massages, facials, haircuts, manicures, and pedicures at the same salon called divine and so we actually bought her a gift certificate for each one of those things and so that was a great gift and that just kind of came together and she was excited but yeah so again you think certain people are just held up in their apartments oh my mom leads <laughs> a double life like she um, she's getting facials here's the things i know about my mom that she will she refuses to explain that every time you go to the grocery store, you buy her some wine and such. Yes. So there are parties happening. <laughs> like somebody's partying at 90, right? And there's yep. other women in the building yep. and they get together. And then she gets these facials and all this stuff. 
And if you talked to my mom like a week ago, you would think she has not left her house except to go to the doctor on occasion because of, you know, I've got to get a checkup or i got to get my eyes looked at. And, you know, meanwhile, there's, you know, the wine and the vermouth and the gin and, you know, the, and the facials. facials and the um, and then there's this whole thing. This is another thing, you know, that, you know, Georgiana, if you're listening, you could explain because I ask you specifically about it. So my mom makes a big thing out of the fact that she can't see very well. <laughs> a big thing. And um, and she's been doing crossword puzzles my entire life. And anybody who sees a crossword puzzle knows I do them now a lot. And it's, it is microcopy. It, yep. it, we're not talking about a significant font. So you would think a woman who can't see could no longer do her crossword puzzles, that at 86, she had to give them up. And I get in there to her condo. There's a stack of crossword puzzles, and they're done. Oh, written. Okay. Like, she has yes, a magnifying glass that she had me reorder new ones because she cracked it. Well, but when you when you um, examine and ask about, like, Mom, I thought you had trouble seeing what's with the crossword puzzles. She will not answer that. Oh, well, you know. I will Let's say. One of those things. Listen. Like, so we have to give credit where credit is due. She is just turned 90. She lives in a condo by herself. She just recently. She hosts keggers and she, re- she gets facials. She recently stepped down from being the condo board president. But she kind of, I think she kind of runs the show. She always knows what's going on and is waiting for the cert- the repairman or the, you know, the construction guy to come. Uh, she is killing self-care, which we did not know. Um, she has her cocktails, and she navigates life. And actually, I, I pointed out... Actually, I didn't finish that word. Actually, I pointed out um, she was so grateful um, and overjoyed about that party. And that, I think... That doesn't happen enough where you really nail it for someone and they're so appreciative and they express it. They actually say it. <laughs> Some people don't. <laughs> so Some moms don't. That was amazing, actually. Um, you know what I mean? It's like when you get – if you get someone a gift and you know they really love it or you do something for someone and they are just, you know, grateful, you know, beyond words and teary and, you know, just delighted. That's, yeah. that's hard to nail. Um, Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that we collectively from, uh, you know, are all around. We all uh, we all got that right. And in a way, you know, I think now like some big giant party or dinner would I see I can see why she savored this because it was a little more peaceful. I think sometimes she gets lost in the morass. You know, there's there, there's a lot of loud people and a lot of conversations going on, and they're not always directed at her. Like even if the if it's for her birthday, right? For um, sure. People are gathering and reconnecting and telling stories, and she, you know, doesn't isn't necessarily the center of attention. So yeah, she liked that. Well, I think she kind of has the syndrome I have in a crowd, like in a restaurant. If you're so she'd be at a table with 15 family members or something. And, you know, at some point, everything's a blur, including sound. Like, you know, so like I, if I'm at a party, I can't hear anything. I really can't. I, yeah. can't, I can't hear the person across from me any better than I can hear a person across the room. And so I do a lot of like, 
Oh, man, <laughs> that is crazy, whatever it is you're saying. That's, if you got closer, you'd be spitting behind me. <laughs> John is, you are amazing at parties. I think we've. You're, you're, John doesn't drink, so he's typically the only sober one in the room, um, and he, yeah, has to suffer a lot of conversation that is vapid. <laughs> well, any big party, for, for those of us who are sober, any big party has a tipping point. Yeah, yeah. And the tipping it point- It starts about 45 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. So everyone comes in, and they're like, oh, you look so great, or whatever, and, you know, and everyone's kind of pseudo-sober. And then at some point, 45 minutes in, people decide that space, you know, pre-COVID, <laughs> like that space is negotiable. And so they can stand way closer and there's a lot of hugging and laughing about nothing, you know, like, oh, remember last time we were here, it was crazy <laughs> like this when nothing and people are like laughing, but nothing's happening and nothing's funny. <laughs> and then the first person to pass gas. That's usually where the tipping point is. I know like somebody's let it go here and nobody's copping to it. And I think I'm the only one who knows. Oh my God. You know, then I know like, yeah, I can, I can walk home and spend an hour here and then come back and finish it up. Yeah. So we come, so our friends have this huge Christmas party every year and it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and it's amazing and fun. And all the kids are back from college and you know, it's, it's a family centric, you know, amazing tradition. And I love being part of, I'm always part of the planning and the decorating and, you know, the chopping and dicing the night before. But uh, I found out in the last two years, I think that John straight up leaves for a couple hours in the middle. And it, the house is so big. And you know, how you can move from one room to another. and You just feel like, oh, I'm just must be on a different traffic pattern than, than this person. And John would just go home for like two hours and no one would know. Well, I'd be like, you know, <laughs> Oh, I know. That's so great. Hey, I'm going to go get a water. I'll be right back. And then I'm just, you know, I'll go get the water at home. And this past Christmas was the best, just as a side note, because Lucy was at our house. Oh, yeah. Lucy the dog, uh, Lauren's dog, George George's girlfriend, Lauren's dog, who um, Lucy is a suspect of me, and we don't always get along. And if anything goes wrong, she blames me. She'll bark <laughs> at me. She'll come and attack me. But... If it's just me and Lucy, we're good. So for that Christmas party, I went over. Lucy and I took a couple oh, of walks. Right. We hung out. Yeah, she you put her heaven. like schnoz on my knee for a while. It was a pretty good time. That's yeah. better than a party, I think, in yeah, a lot of ways. for sure. So I thought we well, would... Wait, and then... Okay. Or well, is this more about the Christmas party? No, no, no. I was just going to... I was going to shift a little bit. So I actually... We're going to have to do that Christmas party the same way we did my mom's birthday party now. We're going to have to... Yeah, everybody's going to have to talk to each other for 16 hours via FaceTime. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, Anywho, I'm yeah. just joking about <laughs> so, that. John, I've been struggling a little lately. So John just realized, oh, don't say anything depressing. <laughs> I just lost totally. Julie. <laughs> Why well, didn't... Yeah. Um, I'm so, sure it'll be. I'm sure COVID will be gone by Christmas. Uh huh. It'll be a very, very George Bailey spectacular Christmas. So I actually, speaking of parents, I, I had booked. I have some. <laughs> I had. I haven't seen my parents since Christmas, and I booked an Airbnb. They live in Ames, Iowa. It's a it's a hot spot now because of Iowa State University, but it's the hot spot. Yeah. Yeah. I booked an Airbnb on a lake. 
And um, I just canceled it. Lake Corona? No. I just can't. I'd like an hour from their house because I just, I don't know. I'm just not comfortable. No, I know, honey. It's, um, so I'm going to have to figure out a different way yeah. to see them. Listen, that's that's part of the trick. That's the, that this this mess. I, I think puts us in this really weird spot. Like you know, you will probably have to get creative, like you did with my mom. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I saw. So yeah. Instead, I think I'll just maybe go and just get a hotel room. And they live in a retirement place. That I mean, they're it's totally independent living, and they can go wherever they want. And actually, they and they do. They do. In, in fact, it was going to be my mom and dad, my brother and I, and of the four of us, my parents are probably the the biggest wild card because they go to restaurants and they have socially distanced book club or my mom does and they have play reading group and which I'm so grateful for and they go work out. They go to the gym. They go um, to the gym? Oh, actually, Ew. actually, wait, 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 no. Ew, David. No, 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 no. My, I, I, they don't. My dad was going to go work with a trainer, but the guy was, I think, in their place the other day. But I'm sure they're, and my mom even says, you know, she probably... She said, I probably get a little bit too comfortable sometimes. I'm probably more lax with, and I mean, I'm, you know, John and I sanitize our hands about every 15 seconds. I did during the podcast. I wipe off, off, you know, everything that comes in the house still. So anyway, the point is they're probably more of a wild card um, in terms of exposure. (laughs) But I just recognized how stressed out I was about, you know, about getting together and all staying together at a house and um, as opposed to excited and feeling like it would be relaxing in a getaway. And um, so I just canceled it <laughs> like an hour ago um, because I'm going to have to figure out a different way. Well, because it was haunting you. Like you get this thing where um, you get a little haunted Careful. by, uh, right, by certain things. And then, then it's hard to for you to negotiate your way through that thought. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, so we've been getting together with friends and, but outside, like we sit outside and then if in, and on people's patios and decks and we have dinner and we laugh and it's great. And then if we go into the house, we wear a mask to go to the bathroom, but just moving into a house for three nights with my mom and dad and my brother, um, I just, I don't, I changed my mind. And I thought, oh, well, I'll get tested. But, you know, now testing, it, it takes sometimes way longer to get the results than you thought. And then there's false pe- positives and false negatives. So I just put the kibosh on the whole thing. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that was probably smart. Yeah. Um, so is there, what, what's, the, um, what's the point of that? Well, you know, just get, getting together, seeing our parents, seeing our family, um, how to make that work, how to stay connected, um, and, you know, and not be stressed out about it. Um, I guess maybe I'll just go to Ames, maybe get a hotel room and then we can get together and, you know, I don't know, some hotel rooms have courtyards like the courtyard of, by Marriott. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I have to figure it out. I have to go back to the drawing board. I never really thought about but the fact sucks. that all the courtyard by Marriott's courtyards by Marriott have courtyards. Yeah. Well, what a clever name <laughs> that is. Um, yeah, so that is part of the trick, isn't it? Negotiating the, the, your way through um, all of this to figure out ways to see people. And a lot, of, a lot of people just don't. Like, I'm working with a lot of people who are not seeing grandparents and grandkids. And um, 
you know, sometimes they're kids, you know, like some people like they're not getting together like one generation apart because like they're, their kid lives in the city and is exposed, could be exposed, you know, and it's just like, mm, nope, we can't, we can't mix the Petri dish up that much. It's just very weird. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to talk about micro, <laughs> the micro of our lives, right? And and so for us, you know, the George and Lauren, that's just like a, that's the, that's a given. Like we get together with them. They're very careful, but they're still living their lives. And so are we, but we just get together with them and we don't, you know, that's just kind of a default that we want and need in our lives. And we will not give that up. (laughs) I think a lot of people have something like that, right? Some bubble um, where they're willing to take some degree of risk to get together with certain people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So here, here's the thought um, that I had about the macro versus the micro. Yeah. Um, and one thing I want to be really clear about is we recognize fully that on a macro scale in the world right now, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, all across America, we, we've got problems and we um, significant issues that we're concerned about and we talk about a lot. And the fact that we are talking about our micro doesn't mean we're not aware of the macro. Um, I kind of consciously decided, you know, like, hmm. Just my Twitter feed alone, I'm exhausted from all the bad news, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think if we spent another hour of your time on more bad news, I don't don't know that that's what you turn to a podcast called Better For. For that, you go to Just Diet. (laughs) (laughs) I recommend listening to Just Diet. Um, So we we know um, that um, there is... There's awful things going on. We know that we are in a critical election year, and we know that there is a pandemic and that Black Lives Matter and that that is not being honored across right. the board, for God's sake. Right. Horrible. Um, so, um, so we talked about, like, you know, well, what do we have control over in in our lives and in, in, the, in this whole – the whole tapestry of 2020 – which I think everyone's kind of decided this is a throwaway, god-awful year, right? I mean, you know, like day to day to day, something awful happens. Good God, you know, like, um, you know, like somebody who everybody reveres um, dies or, you know, there's another killing by police or, you know, um, you know, riots and, and, you know, another 10,000 people dead, you know, like, um, and so it's hard to find the hope. It's hard to find the upbeat good news. It's hard to find humor in news in what's going on. I mean, even the Cubs have lost a couple of games they shouldn't have lost. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Please, God. (laughs) For God's sake. Don't take away the Cubs. (laughs) Some offense guys liven up the bats. (laughs) Come on, what are you swinging at garbage for, man? It's way outside the strike zone. Mm-hmm. Give us something to hope for. Um, so I, I find like in my work and in my own head, I think about a lot about like, okay, I can control in a very kind of like um, Victor Frankl, man's search for meaning way, the way I look at things. And that is important. Um, 
you and I have been talking a lot about um, how we have been doing. And um, I'm the weird one here because I'm doing oddly well, right? And mm-hmm. part of it is, I, I think part of it is having been through some stuff in life, right? And then, and I think, it, I find this with a lot of people I work with that, you know, like if you've been through, if, especially if you've been through grief and loss, um, somehow you feel, and, and anxiety, <laughs> if you have that nice little juicy combo, a pandemic feels manageable, somehow <laughs> oddly manageable. Like, okay, I've prepared my whole life for this. I'm ready, man. <laughs> you have a very purposeful job. You yeah. walk to work. Um, you get to come to work every day and you do therapy virtually, but you're in your office. So you have a routine and you ha- are still doing a ton of media, but you do it from this studio. So it's kind of a lot of things It's are working out perfectly for you. <laughs> yeah, but that's part of managing the micro, right? It's like, yeah. you know, um, so I think, you know, we have to be aware of what's going on broadly in the world. Like, you know, you, you can't be ignorant to it because we have certain responsibilities. We have to wear masks. We have to keep distance. We have to vote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have to be kind while the shit show of 2020 is going on, right? There's certain things, there's certain things we need to do for other people. And, and in order to know what those are, we got to know what's going on. So, you know, there's no excuse not to be well-informed, especially now. Um, that said, you can spend a lifetime at that. You can spend all day long staring at news on TV and on Twitter. And I feel like if I, did, if I wasn't working a lot, I would be doing a mm-hmm, lot of that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like I, you know, I like to, to rage tweet sometimes um, and then erase. <laughs> sometimes send, sometimes erase what I've written to Tucker Carlson and friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not down with. I'm not feeling that these days. Like John and I, yeah, what we've talked about that. We have different um, vibes about that. I'm. I've hit critical mass. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm doing fine, but I'm struggling a little. And my sweet friend Katie Doherty sent uh, me an article the other day. Um, that was I should find it, but it was basically. Why do we all? It makes sense that we that a lot of us feel awful because at first we were, uh, it was it was crisis and it was um, there was uh, there were steps and there was uh, mission and we could you know uh, I think the person that wrote the article at, in the in the beginning was doing a lot of you know weighing in and writing and and consulting about the situation and there was purpose and there was you know it was like ramped up you know for for the type of personality that she has she loved it but the way that it's all gotten just lengthened and uh it just has so many tentacles and it is never ending and now she basically said, I feel awful. And I, and it makes sense that we all feel awful. <laughs> or that, well, that a lot of us do. And a lot of us do a lot of the time. Um, I, um, I did a TV segment the other day for this radio station up in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched that. Or TV station, rather. And Molly and Katie, who both work there, 
um, wrote me last week and said, you know, like, we're both feeling this kind of thing. Is pandemic fatigue syndrome right. a thing? Right? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And, I'm, and, you know, you know, the easy answer it, it was, you know, um, and I'll, I'll post that. I don't think I posted that anywhere, but um, is, yeah, we're, we're all experiencing it. Some people are more keenly aware of experiencing it than others, um, but we're all, you know, this is this has been diagnostically terrible for everyone, right? You know, even if you weren't, even if you're not afraid of getting it, which most people are past that. Yeah, I think um, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not, um, like on the daily afraid. Like when I, I, you know, in my daily life and going, you know, you've, I've got the routine down, so I'm not like sitting there in my house shaking, like I don't want to. So I'm not afraid in that regard. But I think most of us had uh, moments of that yeah, early on, right? Yeah. March, April. But since then, it's just this nagging thing in the back of your mind. And I noticed, like when for me, um, there's a point in the morning, I, I have a few seconds where I'm not aware of it and I'm just like going. And then I'm and then it hits me almost before I'm like cuz you know I I my alarm goes off, my feet hit the ground, I'm gone, right? You know, by the time I get to the stairs, it usually hits me like, "Oh shit, right. There's a pandemic going on." You know, like and there's all this awful stuff going on and and suddenly Everything feels heavy again, you know? Um, so we're all carrying that around. Um, and, you know, I think on the micro, one thing we can do for each other is take the edge off, man. Like, you know, give each other a little bit of a break. And because because the world feels harsh. I was working with, with um, a client of mine last week, and she said, I, I'm not this kind of person, but I think I need everything to be gentler around me. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I, I feel fragile mm-hmm. and I need, I need, I need the people around me and the news around me. I need everything to be gentler because I feel like I'm going to break, you know? And I think everybody is yeah, in that that's, space. That's well said. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's so, and I think that's something we can afford each other a little bit is um, a little kindness, a little gentleness, and what I'm finding more, like I'm, I'm leaning on a little bit more with each day is humor. Like I, I find myself looking for the things that make me laugh, <laughs> you know, like so I usually, I, I'm on Twitter a lot. I'll scroll past, I'll look for Sarah Cooper and I'll look for Jim Gaffigan who went nuts the other day in yeah. the best way on Twitter. Um, and, um, and, you know, and I will watch... If, if you if you need something, if you need a laugh, um, the best talk show you've probably never heard of um, because it isn't Kimmel, it isn't Fallon, it isn't Conan, it isn't here. It's not Ellen. It's the best talk show on earth is a show that, by a guy named Graham Norton in England. And um, this guy... If you if you haven't seen clips of this show, just watch clip after clip after clip. I, I could watch it for hours. Graham Norton gets um, wine and four massive celebrities stars, yeah. to, to, together, and you know he gets he'll just have a story or two 
to tell about them, or he'll lay down, you know, a a um, you know a, a lead, and it's so fun, and it gets you out of your head for a while. I laugh out loud. I watch the same thing. There's this bit he has with Ryan Gosling, and uh, Ryan Gosling, by the way. Freaking hilarious guy, you know, like painfully handsome and hilarious. It's almost too much to bear. But he's a great guest on this show. Ryan Gosling on Graham Norton, you'll smile and you'll laugh. Is he doing it remotely now? No, I think I'm looking at like, you know. Well, for sure you're not looking at current. No, as far as I know, it's all like old stuff, but it is delicious, excellent, fun, funny stuff. And I'm leaning into that the funny a lot and trying to like lend the funny. Yeah. Bring the funny a That's little good. bit. That's good. That's yeah. good. You feeling it, Julie? You feel? I can tell you're feeling it. Like you know, your your energy is. <laughs> Oops. You're like you're like a nine. Yeah. You're I a know. nine. I'm, I'm trying to fire up. Okay. <laughs> Wait. So. So that that's the point. That's the whole bit. Is what? Is is a little gentleness, a little kindness. Manage the micro to take care of your life, your business, protect time for yourself. But, you know, um, don't and I mean this sincerely, don't just sit there. If you're just sitting there, I think you're doing this wrong. Like, you know, get out, move, walk, run, exercise, talk. You know what I mean? Engage, engage in the world. You know, it's out there and, the, and a lot of it is accessible to you. And so if you're just sitting there waiting, you're going to be waiting for an awfully long time. Right, right, right. So, um, you know, reconfigure your thinking a little bit and move. That's my plea. Yeah, that's good. Con- connect, engage, laugh, be kind, be gentle, be funny. Okay. <laughs> in the now, in the now. Because there's times wasting and passing and and so... Micromanage, micromanage. <laughs> for now, you can micromanage. We'll have to stop doing it hopefully someday. But for now, this has got to be the good part. This can't just be awful all the time. That's my. That's a big part of it. Right, right, right. right. Trying to stay in touch and tuned, but trying to stay mentally and physically healthy, knowing this is not going to be over tomorrow. Um, you know, getting having a g- grip on that and what you know, how to be productive and healthy in your life uh, and, and you know, make a contribution and not go under. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's it. That, that's balancing the micro and the macro as best you can, right? Yeah. This has been just I. Um, this has been better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have a good week, you guys. Yep. Love you, honey. Love you, honey. Bye.